0: All right, so just lift with your back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, on the count of three, we're both going to
1: jerk up real fast from our backs. Okay. Like tremor style? All right,
2: one, two, three.
0: three. (laughs) Shit, why didn't you do it at the same time, dude?
2: Uh, I didn't have the middle, guys. Sorry.
0: (sighs) Yeah, nobody was stabilizing the middle. I just threw my side over. I
2: I have two sides here.
1: How does that work? Well, how can it, I have two sides?
0: It's a triangular shelf, so.
2: <laughs> See that hot chick she walked by?
0: Look, we don't oh, have
1: time, come on, we, dude. Come on, <laughs> you got a put- chance with her. You know where you work? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm so negative today, man. It's just a weird day. He's making us well, work on a holiday, and we got to move all these shelves and shit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just slide this one the rest of the way. Sorry, I tried to show off. It ain't working. Let's, do, no. let's all grunt together and see if we can ready. get it ready.
2: One, two, three.
3: Uh.
0: All right, I think we, well, we've moved it. Something moved. <laughs> two inches further to the left than it was, so that's good.
2: Right, I think
1: I gotta take a shit. Should we have taken all these concrete blocks and shit off the bottom of the shelves? You think? Should we have? I don't know. I mean, I know these are to keep it from tipping, but they might also be keeping us from moving it.
0: Yeah, we're scraping up the floor pretty good too. Yeah,
1: Jerry's gonna be pissed. Yeah, what about the wall? Are we scraping the wall? Take a look at it. See if there's anything.
0: Oh yeah, it's got it's got some scratches. It's also got. Uh, well, I don't know what this is, but... Is it lipstick? Yeah, it looks kind of like lipstick. It's totally a, a pentagram, though, right?
2: I've seen this in the movies, man. That's not a good sign. Did you guys show that priest this? I guess we didn't know it was here. Yeah, huh? we didn't.
0: We didn't know about the pentagram, dude. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Maybe he needs to come back in.
1: Yeah, but you know what? We're it, he's, he's checking some shit at the door. You know what I mean?
2: You're just trying Smell, to it smells guys. like
1: candle in here, and I was mm-hmm. I was wet the rest of my shift yeah, um, yeah, man, you bring up a good point like that a star like this you never it's never a good sign in a movie now, um some of the coolest people I've ever met they had this tattooed on them, so it's not necessarily a bad thing maybe they were just uh pantera fans, it could be, yeah. A few car mechanics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then some girls that I've hooked up with, they had some stars, but kind of that behind Laura the ear. The Yeah, it's like, you know, stars behind their ear. I think they were a cashier or something. Were they stars or were they pentagrams? What's a pentagram?
0: You know, it's just this thing on the wall. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a star, though. I, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I
1: know it when I see it. Oh, okay.
2: Does it look like it's oozing?
1: You guys yeah. starting to... Anybody else getting hot? Like, I know we're moving this stuff, but, man, I'm getting, like, hot. Mm-hmm. It's heating no. up. shirt's getting
2: tighter, too. Man. Um, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? I don't know. Maybe I pulled my back or something? kind of looks like you're growing some hair. Is that chick still back there, Death. dude? Maybe it's just uh, the heat lamp uh, Jerry put in the porn room.
0: It is a disturbing amount of hair growing off of you right now. Why is it?
3: And it's all in one spot. <laughs>
0: you had the smaller your back. That's <laughs> fucking weird, dude.
2: Didn't you say you got bit the other night by like a dog or some shit? Yeah. I was taking out the trash in the back. I thought maybe it was one of those big rats that
3: we haven't really talked about it in a while, but... Mm. Oh, man.
2: Do we need to call the doctor? No, I'm, I'm all right. It's all... Oh, it's shit. done now.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I didn't
1: want we to drag this sh- out too long.
2: <clears throat> and shave mm. that thing. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, watch me move this now.
3: <clears throat>
0: oh, shit, shit, dude. All right, you do the rest of the shelves then, because...
1: All right, you're doing a killer job right all now. Right, let me move one more. <laughs> oh shit! What's that on the wall now?
2: It's the Army Army of the Dead poster. Yeah, <laughs>
1: is that where they all went? <laughs> yeah, I think a bunch of them
0: fell back here, so
2: <laughs> I just threw them back there. On this special episode of Five Day Reynolds, we bring you an American Werewolf in London. <laughs> Gentlemen,
0: hey man, hey thanks Dan. Welcome
2: back to you. Everybody doing all right tonight?
1: Good. Oh yeah, just got back from my backpacking trip to Europe. Mm-hmm. Great time. How was that?
0: It was all right. Who'd you go with? Because Dan and I are both right here, so
2: I'll move on I went by myself. Backpack
0: just did a solo backpack? Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool.
2: Where'd you you go?
1: I don't don't know anybody that would be gung-ho enough to go with me backpacking. (coughs) Not now. You guys have responsibilities.
0: I don't go backpacking. I just load up a pair of cargo pants.
2: You don't like the shoulder pain?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's good in theory, but then you get that weird swing. Like, you can't have too much of a you know all your nice. shit well it's be. like
0: it's like on the top top of my legs they're all black and blue from from my cargo pants yeah
2: if you if your uh, cargos are swinging a little too much that might carry over the edge if you're going up a mountain or something
0: mhm well they didn't so
2: death by cargo yeah
1: you're you're still here mhm speaking of here why are we here Dan
2: Uh, well, we as a podcast have come to a realization that we have a lot of movies that we really like and we really love, and with the type of movie that we cover here on Five Day Rentals, we don't think that those would really fit in too well with what we normally cover for Five Day Rentals. So, of course, we have two-day rentals, which is new releases. And we are bringing you a brand new... I mean, what do we call this? A new segment?
1: It's a new... It's a new shelf. New shelf. Every great great rental place has, you know, that classics section, right? Yeah. Yeah, or like uh, staff picks. There we go.
2: Yeah, kind of. So, we figured... um, We'd bring those to you when it was kind of slow on the two-day rental side, and or if we just didn't find anything that fucking interested us. So uh, we're going to introduce tonight, five-day rentals, five-star bangers. Pew, 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 pew. That, that was... Pew. You, pew.
1: That's five now. We need like an ACDC cannon.
2: Yeah. Boom. I think, well, maybe Bile will come in and... Do a theme for us for this one. Mm-hmm. Still waiting on that email. Yeah. Oh yeah, guys. Pretty girl with the gun. So yeah, that's uh, what this is going to be tonight. And uh we chose our first one like we normally do. We came up with a list of fifteen, five each, and we just rando orged it, and uh, we got an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. My my pick. Which mm-hmm. I, I believe this is a fantastic movie from start to finish, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna throw in some five day or five star bangers here throughout as we go on. Keep mm-hmm. <clears throat> you on your toes.
1: And this we'll play around with the format of this. Like this is this is new to us, so we'll see how this looks.
2: Yeah,
0: talking about movies we like is new for us, so...
1: (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah, you know...
1: I mean, in terms of we're not going to be doing, like, a plot-driven sort of narrative, you know, we'll see what we... It's hard to talk about a lot. It'll be difficult to talk about a lot of these because so much has already been said, so...
2: Yeah, we're not going to run through deep on plot. Because honestly, you should have already, you should have already seen this, mm-hmm. folks.
0: Or just go watch it. Hit pause and go watch it now.
2: Yeah, and join us at a later time. But yeah, gentlemen, um, what do you think of that? <laughs> down with that?
0: Down with it? I think I think it's great. I'm down with the sickness, dude. <laughs> Oh, dude,
2: you need to go get tested.
1: Get up.
0: No, I'm down with the sickness.
2: I'm glad you're pulling through it, cron tonight. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. How's that ivermectin helping?
2: What? (laughs) You know, your horse paste. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, yeah, dude, I've been... You dewormed?
0: I'm gumming it. (laughs) Just dip my finger in and smear it all over. It's good stuff
2: I hear it works best if you do uh, Through the anus
0: No, I'm gumming it Tastes like uh, burnt
1: hair How do you get it anally? Like on a toothbrush or?
2: You just put it on the tip of the finger And there you go
1: You shouldn't put a tip of a
2: syringe Into your anus I don't think Maybe like the kid one, you know, like the.
1: Yeah, syringe doesn't always squeeze. imply a sharp needle at the end. Could be like a, you know, one of those fancy turkey basters.
0: You know, you guys aren't making your own suppositories at home. No, out of what paper mache? I don't know. You know, you get blank gel capsules online, <laughs> and you just mix in your. Your horse dewormer and vitamins. And okay.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll have to, to ask Joe Rogan how how he took it.
2: Mm-hmm. I just mixed it in with some um, mushroom coffee, I guess. I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: On a uh, buffalo beef, some buffalo beef jerky.
2: That he shot. Mm-hmm. With his bow and arrow. Cause he's a real man.
1: No werewolf would take him down.
2: <clears throat> well, I was just about to say I don't think old Joe could take down uh this American werewolf here in London. No. So but yeah, folks. Five star bangers. We're gonna move on here with uh, reception. Yeah. Which is which was great. Do you guys know that an American Werewolf in London came out in 1981 and was directed by John Landis?
1: Yes. How how do you guys feel about John Landis? Do you feel that sort of guilt watching any of his shit? No. No, okay. They're just movies, man. Oh, okay. Have you guys ever seen the footage from Twilight Zone? Like the, the Vic Moreau accident footage? Where they decapitate that dude? Yeah. No, I've heard about
0: it,
2: but okay. I've never seen the yeah. video.
1: Yeah, just stay away from it.
2: <laughs> it's kind of creepy.
1: It's fucking awful. So. Yeah, he's... Uh, I don't know if I would put this as my favorite John Landis movie. I think Blues Brothers... Would be up there.
0: I might. I'd probably put this as my favorite in this movie.
2: Yeah, I'd say that as well for me. He thinks this is his best film.
1: It's certainly tighter than The Blues Brothers, but Blues Brothers has, you know, um, an emotional appeal for me. Cool. Is this, a, is this the. Is this the only
0: horror that he did? Besides Twilight Zone, I guess, if you count that? Um, I believe so. Because he mostly did comedy, right?
1: Yeah. Animal House. I know he did... uh, Well, following Twilight Zone, he was kind of out for a while. And then came back with... uh, Didn't he do Beverly Hills Cop 3? Yep. oh no, I yeah. guess he. I guess he really didn't take didn't. that big of a gap after Twilight Zone because he did Spies Like Us, mm-hmm. um, Three Amigos, Coming to America. Shit, I did not know he did Coming to America.
0: I mean, why should cutting off a dude's head get
1: you? <laughs> I I don't know. Blackballed? <laughs> Maybe screaming screaming into a fucking CB radio and threatening other people. Like, I don't know. Is that really the worst thing he's ever done, though? Because he did direct Blues Brothers 2000.
2: Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't even think I ever finished that. Oh, it's atrocious. <laughs> that's pretty bad.
1: I'd say the decapitation's still worse. Yeah. the He also did Oscar, which I think is pretty underrated.
2: Is that the Stallone? Mm-hmm. That's
3: I've never player. seen that
1: one. I, I say check it out. Boot that up with the old missus. It's like uh in the Venn diagram of Stallone and movies your wife would watch.
2: Oh man, that's my next category.
1: Mm-hmm. So Oscar, stop where my mom will shoot. And uh
2: throw th- throw mama from the train. All right, this that's Billy That's
1: movie. Billy Crystal.
0: Mm-hmm. City um, City Slickers 2, Curly's Revenge.
2: How come you didn't take that for sequels? when you
1: told me about your gold, Curly? <laughs> <laughs> Could help you.
2: Another Stallone. Didn't he do like a romantic he did some romantic comedies, didn't he?
1: Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey. Funny me and you here.
0: <laughs> Cobra. Daylight. Why are our
2: friends <laughs>
1: always trying to hook us up? <laughs> yeah, Daylight's fucking. Oh, man, that's so cute. Uh, he did. Well, he did really that softcore porn early. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I. Stop, or my mom will shoot, or Oscar. Those are the only ones I can really think of.
2: I'm sure there's one out there.
1: Oh, Spy Kids 3D. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go. Um, you guys have any thoughts on uh, An American Werewolf of London? When's the first time you've seen this film?
0: high school probably i feel like it's always been you know like a popular horror movie that's outside of a genre or uh like a multiple installments i guess they made a sequel to this at some point but yeah i don't know if anybody's watched it
2: i've seen it yeah recently actually
1: with uh it's three. It's two, three namers. It's Mark, Paul, Gosler, and Tom Everett Scott, right?
2: Yep. This was uh, Tom Everett Scott. It's like his moment because he had like Dead Man on Campus, which I remember being pretty decent. And then yeah, an American Werewolf in Paris. It's pretty bad though. Yeah, it is.
1: Tom Everett Scott or. Um
2: that's his name right
1: or was Mark Paul Gossler the one in Dead Man on Campus no are those kinda, the two that are
2: it's kind of the same type of guy that plays this little sidekick though
1: I'm confused yeah maybe Dead Man on Campus is what I'm thinking of that it's both of them Tom Everett Scott and Mark Paul Gossler. yep I am straight up mixing Dead Man on Campus and American Werewolf in Paris. I'll Eh, Don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, This one is, it's just, it's like a movie that just always was. You know, it's like Jaws or The Shining, you know, movies that came out a little bit right before I was born. So, as soon as you start to become aware of them, they're there. So, it was probably middle school or, or high school that I first watched this. A lot of the humor I didn't get. I mean, I was certainly scared, but it wasn't until later that I realized how fucking funny the movie actually is.
2: Yeah, I think it's a real good balance there. I think it's interesting
0: that a lot of like comedy people are decent at horror movies at like making them mm-hmm. you know like landis uh, the dude who did get out uh,
2: Jordan Peele
0: yeah Jordan Peele mhm uh Dennis McBride and the other dude do Halloween yeah David Gordon David Green David Gordon Green yeah
3: yeah it's a
2: fresh take right
1: yeah well it's timing right Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of overlap for, like, how stuff works between those two genres. Mm -hmm. So,
2: it kills, man. Yeah. A lot of, uh, like, porno-ness in this movie.
1: Oh, it's very horny. Yeah. This was the... uh, The watch for this was the first time I noticed the... Porno posters in the tunnel, like in mm-hmm. the subway tunnel.
2: See you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
1: A non-stop orgy.
2: I think Chad and I caught this at the Alamo a few years back on the big screen, and that's what I was like, man. I didn't realize like this is a horny ass film.
1: How did you feel watching a movie? That has a part in a porno theater while you're in a theater. Are you guys like all looking around at each other? Nah, I don't think so. And then you and... Ch- we could be jerking off, but we're watching this fucking horror movie. <laughs> well,
0: you and Chad went to that porno theater
1: right after.
2: Yeah, we so, flew to London. And, you know...
1: To watch See You Next Wednesday? Yeah. The 40th anniversary?
2: Mm-hmm. Edition. Mm-hmm. Which features some of the
1: seven more minutes of footage previously unreleased.
2: (laughs) I just love how they show the scene where those two are going at it, and that guy walks in and he's like, Hey, stop it. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, I don't even know you. And he's like, Oh, okay. And like leaves. (laughs) I was like, What the fuck?
1: They knew what they were doing. The other thing too on this watch, I really appreciated more the uh, the universal monsters, like the old school filmmaking like approach that I think he really went with. Because like if we start to talk about the abrupt ending mm-hmm. and you know the really likable characters, it really does feel like '40s and earlier sort of black and white monster movies. Yeah, I'd say
0: this, even. Like, even just the setup to this, like, them being over in England, like, at an old-ass tavern, Mm -hmm. like, it seems like you could just put on, you know, the original Wolfman, and you might have the exact same, you know, 15 minutes at the beginning, so. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you only really get, like, the one or two scenes that are, you could say, are a set piece and then once you get to a certain point of the movie, it's not like it trails off. It's just really abrupt. Boom. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you paid your your ticket price for.
2: And I think he wanted England as well because it, I mean, it hasn't really aged. I mean, now, I guess, probably. But this is 81. So you still had that old-timey feel, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's the perfect I, balance of like a place that's old but speaks English,
2: and I think like all the the drinkers and the dart players and uh, the slaughtered lamb are like spot on. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think that's all
1: really good. It's partially my dream.
2: Yeah, but instead of like, getting kicked out, you like have a blast.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, my meet, my dream is to live in a place like that, to live in a small community and be a little farmer and be able to, you know, go to a pub like that a few nights a week and just fucking hang out, you know?
2: Drink pints?
1: You know it. I think I'd be nicer to um, people passing through, though, than these guys were.
2: What is their
0: deal anyway? Are they, like, complicit in this werewolf activity? Because they have the pentagram. Would they kick them out of the bar.
1: Yeah. I took it as the the pentagram there is there for protection, right? It's some way to protect them. And they're all there that night because it's a full moon, so they're all just hanging out. Hmm.
2: Um. I kind of got... <clears throat> like he's gonna be out there so they why don't we send these two to distract him so he doesn't come out our way you know what I mean
1: oh I didn't I never got that I got it as like just get out of here cause you're you're like kind of annoying you know like we don't even want to deal with trying to explain it to you cause he even and has I, he even has prob- the one dart man has problems later on trying to explain it to the doctor Mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite lines. Like, there's strange things going on around here. Yes, I'm inclined to believe that. Like, duh.
0: Well, there is a part in the movie, though, where when they're getting kicked out of out of the tavern, and it, I think it's like three times somebody says, you know, stay off the moors and stick to the roads. Mm-hmm. And then they're just, I don't, I think they're out there for all of five minutes,
2: and they're just like, oh, where'd even, the road
0: go?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I never understood where, like, I get that we're starting in the northern England, like, towns. Why were they out there anyway? I, I don't understand that. I guess they were just backpacking, I guess? Yeah, they're just backpacking through Europe. Yeah. Were they going? To London, like I don't know where, because to me, if I was going to backpack through Europe, I would start in like a major city.
1: Well, they may or have maybe they had maybe they started in Scotland, yeah, and they're working their way down because they even talk about like we're just doing the first part here. Like mm-hmm. eventually, we'll get to the the beaches and stuff,
2: Spain and shit. Yeah, bro. so they're
1: because this is this looks like what I would imagine Wales and those other places. So kind of in between Scotland and cause London's on the Southern portion, right? South Eastern. I so guess. we were make, making Americans look bad.
0: I think they just caught a ride with this sheep farmer though. And at some point, you know, the road split off in two different directions and he was like, I'm continuing this way and where you're going is that way. So, yeah.
1: but it's highly believable. Mm-hmm. And I think even as much as I want to be frustrated at them, like just fucking state of the road, they were kind of, they're having a pretty heated discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, how do you guys feel about your sense of direction? In general. I feel like I'm pretty good about, oh, that's where I came from.
2: Well, I Maybe. think if I was backpacking through Europe, I'd also have a map with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand it's 1981, and there's no iPhone to just whip yeah. out. But
1: But I could also tell I wasn't on the road as my boots were flipping through tall grass. You know, when I st- when I started not hearing the crunch of the gravel underneath me.
2: And you listen to locals. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just
0: ignore that. I'd like to say I'm good at directions, but I also got lost on my bike in the neighborhoods near my old house, so. <laughs> I'd I-, like, I, like, just got the bike all together, and I was like, I'm going to go cruise around and see what I see, and then... I got, like, back in this neighborhood, and I was like, I have no idea where I am right now. <laughs> Bike didn't have, like, any lights on it, so I just saw a lady walking her dog, and I was like, where's Hogan Road? <laughs> she was like, it's that way. Just keep going. <laughs> I was, like, cool. Thank you.
2: I was imp- you asked? Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. It was, like, getting dark, and I don't have any lights. I left my cell phone at home, oh, so okay. I couldn't call Francis.
2: <laughs> Francis, come pick me up. <laughs>
0: No, I couldn't call. I
2: didn't have a map.
1: <laughs> well.
2: I mean, should we start carrying a map of the area that we live in with us, guys? No, that seems that like overkill. Yeah. Well, you have it on your phone, I guess. It you seems know. like overkill. You literally got lost. Yeah,
0: and all I had to do was ask one lady, and I got to where I needed to be.
2: What if that lady wasn't there? What if she was yeah. like, I don't know. I have else divers. I've been lost for three days. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but she did know, so <laughs> worked out perfectly. Or she dude. was backpacking she
2: got- through Nashville. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's lost. I mean, she too. could have been. I probably would have just knocked on a door if it was getting real desperate.
2: <laughs> she got home and she's like, "Whew, glad that kid didn't come back."
1: <laughs> how pan? How panicked were you?
0: Uh, I I mean, the sun was definitely going down pretty quick, and. <laughs> There are like these train tracks that run at the end of it. So I kept trying to be like, if I could just hear that train (laughs) come through, I'd know roughly in relation to like where I am from it.
1: Oh man, I got two. So when I was like, I was in Portland a few years ago with Sam and a bunch of her friends and she has like two groups of friends. She's got like the more conservative, let's look at our phone and figure out where we're going. And then this group of just like, fuck it, let's just go. So we hopped mm-hmm. off this bus and they just like kept walking. So I just stayed back. And, what, uh, you know, the two girls that were sort of just leading the charge were taken off. And then in the middle, there were the girls that were like taking their time and talking and catching up and chatting. And I couldn't enjoy myself because I was just like making note of every street. <laughs> like, that's that, that's that, that's that, that's that so at the end of the night it was like they're all trash like how the fuck do we get out of here and i was like oh it's my time to shine <laughs> like i yep but when i was like 15 i went to go visit my grandparents and apparently my aunt lived a few blocks away from my grandparents and i had to go take something to them my grandfather said they lived right next to these train tracks my grandfather said just follow the train tracks he's like you know where you know what your aunt's house looks like we've taken you there but you can walk there if you just take the train tracks and look right. You'll see your house. I put on my fucking headphones. Like I had my Walkman CD player. I may have actually been listening to a Creed CD at the time.
2: Ah. Oh, and she would got hit by a train. I walked. <laughs> I walked for a good twenty
1: five minutes, and I was like, "Man, this is a little ways out here." But never questioned it. Like yep. he said, I'd see it. <laughs> walked for like another hour and a half. Just walking down the train tracks, and then finally, like, I look over. I probably listened to the CD like twice through, and then I look over, and then my grandpa and my grandmother are like pulling up in the uh, pickup truck, like, Where have you been? I was like, I haven't even gotten to Deidre's house yet. Like, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm like, You idiot, you fucking passed it an hour and a half ago.
2: Like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, there he is!
1: Yep, there I just but at least I stayed to the track, <laughs> so they were able to find me.
2: You would have walked to a major U.S. city eventually, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I would have hooked up with some hobos and
2: shit. I probably would have never seen you again.
1: Yep. just just ride the rails the rest I have, of your life. I would have tied an old T-shirt wh- to the end of a stick.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why you shouldn't listen to Creed, young mm-hmm. folks out there. You just
0: get so wrapped up in it that you <laughs> can't even recognize your aunt's house anymore.
2: So wrapped up in that positive messaging.
1: So yeah, I can I can kind of see why these guys got
2: mauled. So uh, it's getting, getting to fall around these parts. Uh, if you guys went into your local clothing stores and seen these jackets, would you purchase?
1: Oh now totally 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 when I was younger yeah, I was it. like oh this is ugly this sucks like this is not cool but now I'm I now as I respect function over look, absolutely
0: aren't those like down jackets though mm-hmm'd be shelling out like six seven hundred dollars for a jacket like that uh,
2: these days yeah
1: yeah I when I first moved back from Guam my parents bought me. It wasn't very expensive, but this big down jacket and people sort of goofed on me because it wasn't like a starter or whatever jacket at the time. I was like, okay, so I quit. I would wear it and I would shove it in my backpack and then be the cool guy who wouldn't wear a coat into school. And then fucking lim Biscuit comes out and Fred Durst is wearing that big poofy jacket. And I'm like, they're fucking cool again. And then a week later, everybody's got them. Mm-hmm. so I bust mine out and of course it's like no but Dustin can't wear one we can't Dustin can't
0: Oh, uh, I thought maybe by the time you were like oh I can wear this again people are like fucking copycat
1: mm-hmm. yep I mean Columbia jackets those have already ran their course right so down these big poofy ones are coming back
2: hey <sighs> I have no idea. I see a lot of people now that wear just like shorts in the winter now. Like they got like a jacket on and some shorts. And I'm like, what? what's this about?
1: Some of us are a little on the heavier side and have poor circulation.
0: I just, just got hot legs. Yeah. If, if you're wearing a down jacket... You should have full-length pants on at the same time. That's what I think. You can't be rolling around in a puffy jacket like that with shorts.
2: Yeah, my Crocs, my shorts. Have
1: you guys ever? Do you guys ever wake up in the middle of the night and one of your legs is outside of the the blanket?
2: I put one out
0: before I go to sleep. dude. Well, there
1: you go. <laughs>
0: it's, well, just, cause you it's, just, the it's just because so- you sleep with a human leg. It's just around
2: in your bed. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, put the third
0: you, one out. <laughs> Lay it on top.
1: I sleep naked, so my third leg's out constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just self-regulation. I it's one When you see like the 400-pound guys, absolutely. You're talking about a poor circulation issue. But I've absolutely been there. I love a sweatshirt and shorts.
2: Yeah, but do they know that that's the cause? Or do they just, like, well, legs run hot? Well,
1: combination of things there's a
0: big difference between sweatshirt and shorts and a down jacket and
3: shorts
1: (laughs) yes I agree with that but I'm just saying I can absolutely see a situation where I'm going from point A to point B and they're both inside structures you know so I'll throw a a a big coat on to get me there but I'm keeping the, the shorts on Were you looking at all the all the uh the costumes in this movie?
2: I mean, the the pub guys are very British farmer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then we got very British businessman suits when we when we make it to London. I got
0: that hot nurse in there. She's Smoking a gorgeous hot.
2: lady. Mm-hmm.
0: Bones was saying his dream was to be a backpacking, or he wanted to be a just a regular farmer at a little tavern. I want my super hot English nurse to take care of me.
2: Yeah. She's totally into him as well, dude. Like, mm-hmm. totally.
1: Oh, she's, yeah, she's into the broken toy for sure.
2: Gen- Jenny a gutter. That's what I'm saying.
0: I got problems. I could be that guy. Mm hmm.
1: I don't have werewolf problems Yeah but I got problems yeah, I mean, I could murder a few people if you need me to
0: Yeah sort through my stuff
1: I like him thinking about on this Viewing is when he's like crashing at her house And she goes into work And he's just hanging out In the flat mm-hmm. I'm like dude you're in fucking London Like go He. I think he goes to the door and just stands And looks outside like two or three times Like go fucking walk around man yeah. Go get a fish and chips and beat up a fucking soccer hooligan.
2: I mean he visits the zoo.
0: <laughs> Inadvertently. He, he wakes up yeah, at the yeah. zoo.
2: <laughs> Did we like the uh the music choices here? Did anybody notice?
1: Yeah, is this one of the most is this one of the earliest sort of ironic soundtracks yeah like every song is you know about the peppy upbeat yeah but uh, also it's the peppy upbeatness of it i think that is fun
2: got starting out with blue moon i think we end with blue moon as well and bad moon rising which had to be done i think
1: yeah mm-hmm. you gotta do it you gotta,
2: gotta do it, do it
1: sound guys were like I know what you guys are doing right <laughs> This is this CCR shit
0: you don't even gotta play it on set yep. dude it's playing
2: 24-7 up here
1: I'm gonna hum it for you dude
2: <laughs> I will say uh, Frank Oz plays the American Mr. Kessler Mr. Kessler <laughs> Mr. It's Kess- like, calm down looks like David Cross's yeah. dad man
1: there's no need to be ridiculous.
2: These damn kids these days. Fucking
1: kids these days. Hmm?
2: Hmm? Don't don't respect anything you do for them. Hmm? Did
0: they do a, a Little Red Riding Hood in this movie? What? You know the song that's like, uh, oh, "Hey I there, Little red. red." Yeah. I don't know, Cron. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, I watched it, but I didn't <laughs> write down every song in it. I mean, if we're doing Bad Mood Rising and it, that's on the nose. Then... fucking
1: podcasters not writing anything down. <laughs> fucking assholes.
2: You want to have a fucking podcast and you need to take fucking notes? I took...
1: I... No, I didn't take any notes.
0: I <laughs> went <What laughs> with the Bones method of podcasting for this. I
1: took notes on this. Because I only watched it the once today. Well, thanks week. a
0: fucking lot, dude. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, I th- Oz pops up a lot in uh, Landis flicks cause he's yeah uh, he's a regular. Yeah, he's the um the guy going through all of Jake's like checked in uh, prison stuff in the beginning of Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. One prophylactic unused, one prophylactic. Soiled.
2: I think he's in here twice, because isn't he Miss Piggy as well? Yeah. From the Muppets? Mm -hmm. I think so.
1: Dude, meta. (laughs) Fucking meta, dude.
2: Two credits, bro. Speaking of credits, um, we got Rick Baker that does all the special makeup here. Uh, Oscar winner for... For him and John Landis, the only Oscar. Well, yeah, we. Well, not for Rick Baker. Rick Baker won two. Believe it or not, he did win an Oscar for the makeup in the Where or the Wolfman with uh, Del Toro. Twenty ten, I think. I've it was.
0: still
1: not seen that.
2: Yeah, I yeah.
0: don't think I've ever seen that. I mean, he does a great job in this movie, though. Like all the transformations look
1: awesome. They still hold up to me, for sure. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of scrutiny, but I did watch, I think it's on the DVD extras, but YouTube, there's a 20-minute video with Landis sort of quickly going through it, and he talks about how he originally dreamed it to be, like, all in one take. Like, how mm-hmm. could they trick, how, what trickery could they do to just have it all in one take with no cutaways and everything, like, full light? Um, I still don't think it's been beaten you know now it would be cg and it would look like shit
0: yeah i mean so. this i thought this still looked better than you know any modern movie i've seen so underwood uh
1: underwood ron underwood the director of tremors uh underworld uh we were talking what an episode or two ago about how uh, temple of doom created the pg-13 rating did and wasn't this the first year that they did best makeup at the oscars like
2: yeah <clears throat> there was a lot of uh there was a lot of uh negative comments about the 1980 whenever the elephant man came out that the makeup should have got an award So the Oscars felt bad. So in 81, they started with makeup. And that's whenever this film premiered. So I guess it beat out everybody in 81.
1: Yeah. What do you think about uh, Best Stunt Work? You think that should be an Oscar? Absolutely.
2: Tom Cruise will win it every year.
1: What do you think it would be like? For the stunt performers, or do you think it would be for like the creators and the team? Sort of I like. Both? Both? Yeah. I feel like it'd be like a team. Like, uh.
0: Well, I don't know. Because I guess you would have to name. Maybe it'd be like the stuntman and the coordinator together. Mm hmm. You know how they do like composer
1: will be like two people. Yeah. You
2: do physical and. Stunt writing, I guess.
1: Yeah, like coordination. Yeah. You know, best st- stunt coordination and then best stunt performance. I, watching this one too, I also thought like best visual. I th- it w- would be awesome to have like best computer visuals and then like analog visuals. You know, for the crews that are doing sort of like still new, doing matte paintings or like animatronics and shit like that, like to be able to separate those two at a certain point would be beneficial. And maybe that would actually force some teams to quit relying so heavy on CG and stuff.
0: Well, I think the physical one would just get down to like, there'd only be three movies nominated a year, you know? Right.
2: (laughs) But that's the thing though. Everybody sits there and says like, Oh, it looks so great. Like, why don't they do it like this anymore? And then they just, ah, fuck it. We got a computer right here. I don't understand that. That's what, that's what the people want, right?
0: I think a lot of it comes down to budget too, though. Mm -hmm. It's got to be just so much cheaper to do computer effects versus practical.
1: And they can, they start the computer effects well before any sort of other photography. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, fucking Marvel flicks. There's a VFX director who's like, hey, you got to match your shit up to this. Like, we already did this.
0: Yeah, they are basically the director of the movie at that point. I mean, like, when you get down to it, they are running the uh, show.
2: I feel like 20 pounds of Play-Doh is way cheaper than paying Nathan, you know, to make sure the wrinkles look good in fingers.
0: Nah, I mean, but you got to pay, like, a whole team to do the effects, you know, versus one guy working at a computer.
1: Might be the same amount of people, but the logistics of having all that stuff shot on a set versus recording a guy in front of a green screen and then putting that on a hard drive and giving it to a team that's already in an office building. I mean, was I I don't recall finishing it, but the thing remake or prequel that came out like ten or twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Didn't they start doing like all like classic effects and then they went back and did computers like the studio was like nah they don't look good
0: yeah i just listened to something about this and i think they had almost like the entire movie done and they made them go back and do everything digitally yeah like they had shot yeah i I think they were like cutting the film you know like it, it was wrapped yeah
2: I don't know. This, that's why this holds up, though.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the, the Piccadilly Circus sequence at the end, like how much it holds up just because, like, you don't see a ton of the werewolf. You see all the chaos around it. But how, how much you can make sense of all the chaos, it was like that mm-hmm. would look so awful now. It would well, be just... washed out. It would be that washed out gray that everything is, you know?
0: Well, it's always just fun to see, like, I don't know, 50 vehicles slam into each other, like, over and over and over. Oh,
2: yeah. I I always forget how, like, crazy that scene is. Like, goddamn.
0: Yeah, you always expect it to, like, cut out. And then that's, like, the halfway point of the...
2: (laughs) Yeah. Just keeps going.
0: Yeah. It looks incredible, though. Like, I love that part of the movie.
1: Yeah, then you get the two people that get hit by the car and smash through the window and, like... I love that there's the werewolf is causing death just by being in a spot, mm-hmm. like the chaos around him is enough to generate carnage.
2: Did we did we enjoy the werewolf Nazis?
0: Yeah, that's one of the. I mean, I love the car crash stuff. I think that's one of the best parts of the movie too. That's such like a weird cut in scene, and it looks so good. Like. I would watch a whole movie of that if they had, like, the werewolf SS by Landis during, you know, the 80s. I would have watched that movie. Yeah.
1: I noticed on this viewing that one of the guys, like, when they're getting the fire out of the fireplace to set fire to the couches and shit, if you notice one of the stuntmen, his feet are on fire. Like, he's like they actually have a few frames of him walking, and his feet are on I was like, is this purposeful? Or did the guy accidentally set... His boots a flame.
2: I never. I kind of thought this was always out of nowhere, and I was like, "Why? Why is it Nazis? Like, I don't understand that." But I guess they are a Jewish family, so I guess that would be a nightmare kind of situation.
1: He talks about it in that little twenty-minute interview because, he's, and you know, if you
2: notice, when they shoot, he also shoots down like the. Uh, the hell do they put their candles on? Menorah. Menorah? Menorah, there you go. Sorry, all our Jewish listeners. It's all right.
1: What are they what are we called? Not kosher. Gen- Gentile. Gentiles. Yeah. I mean I'm kosher, but also Gentile. <laughs> Hebrew national man. <laughs> the dogs. The Dogs.
2: The whole beef hot dog? Well, he also couldn't shoot uh couldn't shoot pee-pee scenes because our lead character there was uncircumcised, which I was did, like why what what kind of did, rule is that did he wanna shoot dick scenes right. in the movie? I feel like there's a scene where he's whenever he's running through the woods like you can see
1: pecker oh huh. I man pecker is that entered your <laughs> Your lexicon now, post-tremors?
2: That was for Kron. He told us we need to start. Yeah, Pecker's funniest, dude.
1: This is a comedy podcast, so. All right. Well, you did say in the last episode that hog is serious, pecker is fun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I thought maybe that's a bumper sticker.
2: Uh, So when I go to the doctor, I'm not supposed to say there's something wrong with my pecker. I'm supposed to say there's something wrong with my hog.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Then they know. I'll see a like, vet, oh, sir. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, unless unless you're trying to, like, have a goof with them, you know, then,
1: Doc, then go with I Becker. put ivermectin all over my hog.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. Get in here, son. It's all about context, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Pulling worms out my hog.
2: So, yeah, he had to take, I guess, some out. I guess he wanted to film Pecker during the transformation scene oh man I gotta cut all my dick shots now cut all the Pecker footage it sucks so I kind of found that weird I guess and he I guess uh, what's his name told him that he was uncircumcised so (laughs) I mean I would I mean I can't film Pecker what does what, what does it matter that you're like not not circumcised, but maybe they were just rule? having
0: maybe they were having a few drinks at the end well, of they, the day and
1: the I mean yeah I mean if he's already shot the part where the nurses are talking about they know he's yeah. Jewish because he's circumcised so
0: well how far away is the shot of his pecker too because you could just put a little unless it's like taking up the whole frame of the movie you just throw a little lunch meat over the top
2: of that thing and. Let that camera roll. Yeah. But he cut, I guess, from the sex scene, and then when Jack <laughs> eats the toast, I guess it's supposed to come out of come out, but I guess he cut that down as well, so he could get his get his R rating.
1: There's certain aspects of it that seem really tame now, but I guess in 1981, you know, a, l- a few of that thing. like, I mean, when when his friend when Jack shows up, I mean, that would have been fucking crazy, right? Like, there's no gnarly music. He's just talking. Shit, fucking flapping off of him.
3: Yeah,
2: David, great. you're
1: hurting my feelings
2: he's very optimistic and very, like, he's not wigging out.
1: Yeah.
0: I like how he, uh, like, decomposes as the movie goes on. Mm -hmm. He gets, like, in worse and worse condition.
1: (laughs) Is he the better performance of the movie, do you think? I mean, I think he's got the funner part. Right. Mm Supporting-wise. He's kind of the only, the other guy, Naughton, I don't think, has much of a career after this, right?
2: Not like really. Dunn
1: goes on to do after hours, your favorite.
0: Quran. That's a good movie. Yeah. I do like the part where he is just like sitting at the the lady's apartment and he starts to transform and he's just sitting there reading a book and then he just like grabs his head and he's like, Oh
1: Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like how yeah. fast it happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of that is the I'm burning up. Mm-hmm. Like, how else are they supposed to? You can't really show that, so they got to have him scream it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He uh, he did Thriller, right? Landis goes on and does Thriller yeah. because I, of this. Par-
2: apparently, Michael Jackson was like blown away by Made an me a werewolf. werewolf in London. <laughs> Made me scary. I wanna eat children. Kinda help me. Help me. I'm gonna dance.
1: <laughs> what do you uh what do you think about the photography in this film?
2: I didn't see anybody with a camera. Oh, okay.
1: Can tell you one of my favorite shots is the uh the escalator scene.
2: My favorite as well. Okay. And John Landis's.
1: Yeah. And I also, the, it seems, it's not that crazy, but the, when he's seeing himself on the bed in the woods, mm-hmm. that shit really creeped me out. It had, it was very Kubrickian in a way. I don't think the makeup holds up in that, though, when he, uh, imagines the nurse waking him up. He's oh, got that like fucking gooey... Grouse. yeah.
2: I kind of like that.
0: I like when he's naked and he tackles that deer. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I, you consistently I kinda, are listening for the call of the wild, though. Like mm-hmm. you're you're looking for those signs to go do that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting in the backyard all night, dude. Since I watched this.
1: You better take a map, though, because I heard you get lost in your neighborhood.
0: (laughs) Oh, dude, I could. I mean, it could happen.
2: Crown, I don't want... Yeah, if you're running around naked out there, you need to at least take a belt so you can have a map on you.
0: I was out there naked, just waiting for prey to come along. Woke up at the zoo the next morning.
1: (laughs) Shit. Okay. Real question. How much money would it take for you, butt-ass naked, go outside Go to go to your street and go back in.
0: Just like walk. Well, I live on a cul de sac now, so okay, wouldn't be that bad. All right, (laughs) there's only like four other houses that could even see me at that point. How if I went at like two in the morning? I think I could get away with
1: that. Okay.
2: Now are we walking or are we running?
1: Walking. So, Hmm. both feet.
0: Well I run with both feet well too. no
1: i'm I'm trying to I'm trying to visualize you can't do the the jog where you you know your feet are up you got to do the power walking method where your feet are you know one foot's down before the the other foot's up or we can ask it this way how far would you go butt ass naked for a million dollars? I'm pretty sure I could get around my block and back
0: depending I mean, on the time of day i think i could I'm the, i think i could I'm, get I'm through the, my whole neighborhood right so? now
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i'd hit a lot of ring cameras so right there'd be some reports going on the next day mhm but if i could run i think i'm quick enough to <laughs> make it before any like buddy comes out there
1: you know how you get out uh, of that though if the police are like there's we heard a report that uh you know somebody was running around their neighborhood and your neighbor has ring footage i'd say let me see a ring footage and you go oh his dick's way bigger than mine and i feel like a cop would go okay yeah they'd feel sorry for you and be like oh yeah obviously no man would admit that
2: let's go check the neighbor's house
1: my johnson wouldn't flap like that officer i got these two heavy nuggets
2: he'd be like it's summer dick though Uh, officer, the video
0: footage obviously features a pecker and I've totally got a hog, so you're going to have to look somewhere else.
1: I got a, I got a sign in front of my yard or out of my yard that says, uh, in this house, we believe in the vaccine. We believe hogs are serious (laughs) and uh, immigrants are welcome. Yeah. People know we're pretty, we're pretty progressive here.
0: Three tenants to live by. Yeah.
1: I bring that up because I feel like he does a pretty good job in the zoo when he wakes up naked. Like he, the only thing he I would not do is call over a child. <laughs> if I'm naked in a bush, the last person I want coming over, balloons or not, is a little boy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a risky play for sure, but yeah. you you got to get those balloons. I mean,
2: I also like how that didn't end. Like he got the the coat and then we go where he's waiting for the bus. I think that's mm-hmm. that's pretty great.
1: But yeah, I feel like if you just if you're chilling in the bush and you just get a you just I feel like most people would be nice to you. They might question what the hell is going on, but like hey sir, I mean, can if I you, have that pea coat? Like I'm fucking butt ass naked. Come on. Help me help yeah, me out here. It's crazy were, night.
0: Yeah, if you were naked in a bush and you were like Uh, imagine the night I had, like somebody would help you out.
2: Mm. I remember those days. Yeah,
1: because it's a good story. Like, dude, you you will not remember, or like, believe. Took the kid to the zoo, right? Fucking bush starts talking to
2: me. (laughs) It's a real burning bush moment there.
1: Oh, that's what it was. Moses caught a naked guy up on
2: the mountain. Mhm. Did uh I enjoyed the the idiot young inspector. I thought the he was pretty good.
0: I noticed that his tie was all messed up when I watched it like he has like the back part like way longer than the part in front. Yeah. It
1: it's cool to have the one slapstick character it's great that they can. he, he kind of contained it to that guy I don't think it would have hit his heart if you he had another you know person that is clumsy and shit what about the, uh, the doctor
0: kind, who, kind of who a does, prick at first yeah who does all the actual investigating in yeah.
2: this
3: movie <laughs>
1: Yeah, I had a real appreciation our- for him on this viewing. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he starts off like a dick, but he he gets kind of enamored in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's our Velda of the story.
1: Mm-hmm. Velda. Um, yeah, I like when he goes to the slaughtered lamb because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm from England. I know how these fuckers are. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of is able to sort of navigate that. It's like me if I went into a redneck bar right now. Like I could I could get through it. Like I could get by. hmm This trashiness is deep in my bones. I can I can tune into this.
2: I could play the part here.
1: hmm
0: You just walk up slapping that finger. Oh, I could pack some chew.
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy.
2: I think it's a an imp- pretty intense scene there whenever he the guy goes check on the dogs and doctors out there and then the guy finally realizes he's talking and he's like enough mm-hmm. like I'm like damn this dude's killing it he's got two lines but he's killing it but I guess Landis wanted this he picked February and March so they could have like shitty weather I guess that was his whole thing he wanted for it. Oh yeah. So it was freezing cold when old uh, old dudes running through the woods here. More
0: power to them. Well it all worked. Mm-hmm. So good decision to shoot in the winter.
1: I could run around in the winter in shorts but I'd still need a coat. Mm-hmm. Big puffer coat. coat. Yeah.
2: Did uh, anybody recognize our taxi driver here?
1: Oh, I did. Do you know what nemesis means?
2: Pull your tongue out of my ass, Lay. I'm sweet enough. now
1: thought you. I'm sweet enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A righteous infliction of retribution Manifested by an appropriate agent In this case, an horrible cunt
2: It's Bricktop, folks Fantastic He just passed away, though, I think a few. Oh, did he? A few years ago, didn't he? I only
1: know him, really, so this But then Snatch, and then he's in Lockstock I don't know Mm -hmm. of, of him in anything else such an interesting look. Yeah.
2: He was well known in the English acting realm. Okay. I guess we could, we should get a name from the guy since we're a fucking...
1: No, the taxi driver is Bricktop from Snatch. That's what I wrote down. It's enough. Right. Moving on.
2: We had Nina Carter we, as well.
1: We can't
0: meander
2: on
1: these episodes.
2: Is she the nurse? No, she's the she's the porn star. Oh. <clears throat> On the news clip when he's watching TV in the apartment.
1: Oh, you mean when he's watching TV and it's like, uh, it's like when you watch TV in Grand Theft Auto when your character sits <laughs> down <laughs> and you flip through the channels? Because he sits right in front of the TV, I think watches like two little segments, and then gets up and leaves. It really reminded me of... Grand Theft Auto, when you watch TV. Yeah, it's time to go have an adventure now. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you put this in? I guess it adds to the immersion, but.
0: Mm-hmm. For every player to sit down for literally one minute and yeah. be like, all right, I saw a TV in GTA. <coughs> I'm going to go steal a tank now.
1: I'm going to go. Take off my clothes and steal a little British boy's balloons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's that GTA? <laughs> Give us fully nude characters. Where's and, the
1: pecker patch?
0: <laughs> yeah. Balloon thievery.
1: Uh, anything you sort of feel odd about? Or.
0: What's with that like, kid, Benjamin? Okay. <laughs> She keeps saying no the whole
2: time. Yeah, that's kind of a.
1: I think it's adorable.
2: Well, it's cute, but it's just. I think it could have been shown a better way that she cares about kids. Got a better kid, I guess.
0: I think they just hit that joke like one too many times, or that beat, you know, because they they feature Benjamin like two or three times in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that where Groot came from? Was he inspired Probably. by this?
2: I think it was pretty cool that, like, her boss is cool that she's pretty much shacking up with this guy.
0: I mean, can your boss be mad about
2: that? I mean, was it that he was cool
1: with it or was he he was, like, he was sort of grateful that at least he knew where he was once he realizes that the guy's fucking crazy?
2: Yeah, because the one redhead way.
1: one she felt sort of bad I think for kind of admitting like hey do you know has the nurse seen so and so still and they like share that look she's like nervous to admit it
0: I think the doctor is just like these two look pretty fit look pretty good together I'm gonna picture that in my head for, <laughs> for a little bit
1: playing matchmaker Nolly. that's mm-hmm. a good boss
0: Yeah, he's letting these people bone, and he's not upset.
1: Yeah. He doesn't pay this nurse not to fuck. He pays this nurse to be good at her job.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I think she's in some Marvel movies.
0: Does your boss uh, get mad at people for who they sleep with, Dan?
2: The actress who plays the, the nurse? Yeah.
1: Well, let me look this up. Cause she looked a lot like. Uh...
2: She's in Child's Play too. She's in. She was in quite a bit.
1: She kind of looked like Diana Rigg. From, on uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service, and.
2: And I was reading today that Landis did some writing, uncredited writing for. She's uh, from Russia with love or something. Oh really? Yeah.
1: She is in uh some Marvel movies. She's one of the council women. Like that show up in the fucking holograms that uh Sam Jackson has to yell at. Cron don't know.
0: It just sounds like gobbledygook dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, I Sounds can, like I can tune into my, my, my redneck if needed. I can tune into my fucking MCU comic nerd if needed.
2: Did you watch the new one this week, Bugs? Shang-Chi? Yeah.
1: No, nah, I was giving it a week. God, do they just...
0: They have a movie out oh. every
1: <laughs> two weeks. Well, when fucking people keep paying money. My thing is... Don't stop making those movies. Just make more of the other movies and I'll continue to go. We bitch about the Marvel movies being the only things. It's you know. Yeah, and it's like what's fun. the big
0: what's the big deal with having Doc Ock and Spider-Man?
1: It's fucking huge, dude. <laughs> it's
0: a don't even it's joke, a man. Spider-Man character It's a big deal. If you had told me it was like the new villain in Spider Man is Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> then I would have been like, "Oh shit!" It
1: could be. They opened up the multiverse, man. You don't know. <laughs> well, that be, be in there. It could be a ton of Sega characters.
0: That's a lot more surprising than Doc Ock, a Spider Man villain.
2: Mm-hmm. It's Spider Man.
0: Yeah, and it's Doc Ock, a villain. It's Alfred from Molina
1: as Doc Ock. That's the big deal.
2: It's from a whole different era. Yeah, man. Before Marvel they're cr- even, they're crossing owned the streams, Spider-Man. Dude.
0: Or if it was like Spider-Man has to fight Freddy Krueger this time. <laughs> now that would be a crossover.
2: I almost started Freddy versus Jason today.
1: <laughs> what stopped you? What uh, what what awful thing happened to keep you from doing that?
2: I had to go to my in-laws house. Oh, okay. Dark meat, so sweet.
0: <laughs> the movie's not that great.
2: <laughs> you never know.
1: What, you don't like
2: uh, fucking I WWE
1: it. inspired? No. Like
2: might end up on our other uh section there, the f- with the 5-day rentals. I just, just pick I, goes I, to hell dude no yes it's way
0: better than that one it's way better than freddie versus jason
2: cron this is a five-star banger review of an american werewolf in london mm-hmm. not not a freddie versus jason podcast
1: you brought it up though oh.
2: yeah <laughs>
0: You did bring it yeah. up.
2: And Freddy's dead is the final nightmare. That's where you got mixed up.
0: <clears throat> it could be.
2: It is. I've seen it today.
0: Well, that could have been what mixed me up. I don't know. I just think the final chapter sounds like the <laughs> the last thing. Mm-hmm. But that's like part four, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Of Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back to the werewolf movie. <laughs> We'll we'll iron this out. This is the first one. What else did you people, have on your list, Dan?
0: People love these Doc Ock and Freddy cut-ins, dude.
2: I mean, that's about it. Uh, I guess the ending. I liked. I liked how it ended because it's just a, well, it's a scared animal, backed into a corner. I mean, yeah. I like how they didn't leave it open for. A fucking sequel or anything like that.
0: Yeah, it just, like Bones was saying, it just ends. Like, they shoot him and that's that. Yeah. Done. Movie's it's, over. It's very Go old. On. Yeah,
1: it's very old school. Because mm-hmm. you can absolutely imagine it, like, the end credits, come, like, the end title coming up. And then the the film running out. You know? Yeah, I used but to I dislike agree. the ending. I used to think it was kind of lame like, what? It's just over? Like they shoot him and it's over? But I get it. It's a fucking tragedy, I mean,
2: man. I mean, she tries to, you know, do the whole, "Oh, I'm I'm his love lover. I can pull him out of this." Right. But now dude straight up like, "I'm gonna get you, girl."
1: I think he he calms her down enough or she calms him down enough for them to be able to, like, you know, line up the firing squad. But...
2: uh. I mean, really, we got the victims in the uh, the theater there whenever uh, Jack introduces all of the previous people, six people that he killed the night before. Which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked, uh, I think it's pretty funny how they were trying to tell him how to kill himself. They were just giving out a whole bunch of ideas.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I remember being a kid and we always had those arguments about, like, how do you kill Wolverine? Like the comic book character. I'm going back to comic books.
0: Yeah, because he heals yeah, fast. Yeah, he
1: heals so fast, we'd always be like, could Batman beat Wolverine? Because he can't kill him. <laughs> like, well, you gotta like cut his head off and then bury him in concrete.
2: I guess that would work.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean. You'd have to do it to know. Yeah, we should probably try it.
1: Look out, Hugh Jackman. Yeah,
0: he- <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking
2: hide, dude.
1: Yeah. I wonder how well Reminiscence is performing, you know. We were talking bad, dude. What's that?
2: So that looks bad.
1: Kron and I were talking about this before you hopped on. Like, I don't know if I've had less desire to watch a uh, one of the HBO Max like same day releases. It's on my
0: HBO every time I start it and yeah. I will not watch it, so <laughs>
1: simply a hurdle.
0: Balls in your court HBO. Mm.
1: <laughs> They're just making They're you hit like, that down button one more time.
2: <laughs> HBO is like, "Fuck, even 5-day rentals won't cover us on a 2-day rental." Mm. Fuck. Mm. We
1: might maybe we'll cover reminiscence in 20 years. Yeah. Just, one of us will get desperate enough to watch it
0: one afternoon mm. and
2: <laughs> or we'll just run you out of what, shit. You know what's
1: pretty good? <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely a uh, hotel movie. Yeah. If that's the only yeah. option, well, you have yeah. If at hotel, well, just <laughs> read a book. Well, it's like at least they have HBO, <laughs> so I'll watch Reminiscence.
2: Do <laughs> you ever drive by and they're still advertising that they have HBO? Like, does that really matter these days? Is somebody driving by like, oh shit, and HBO? You could watch it on your goddamn phone, bro.
0: You had me at, at Indoor
2: Pool, buddy. <laughs> Plus HBO. And they don't show like taxicab confessionals anymore. They don't sell, show that shit. Mm-mm. I remember.
1: Taxicab confessionals H- driven by priests?
2: <laughs> I remember HBO now. I missed that bad TV a-
1: sketch. Go ahead.
2: Had a late night section where they had all of those on there, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. now they don't have it anymore. You could watch all of the uh, skin flicks. Yeah, they were- yeah. I'm
0: trying trying to figure out what's going on down at the cat house these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, with Air Force Amy.
2: <laughs> but yeah, guys. I mean, anything else for uh, an American werewolf in London?
1: I'm sure there's plenty because it feels like we talked only like 25 minutes about it. So,
0: no, it's a. I mean, it's a great movie. Like, it's a ton of fun. Um, not going to have a bad time watching
2: it. So, it always has a spot. I think it's great. Um, do I go into to uh, defend your rating?
0: You can. I don't. I don't think I would... I mean, this was Dan's pick, so he would give this five stars. I don't think you have to. I mean, on a good day, I could probably give this five stars, so...
1: Yeah. We talked about do that we when least... we were picking these movies, that they may not necessarily be exactly five stars. They might be in that four, or 4.5 range yeah. as well, so...
0: I mean, do we just all want to, like, give a score to it, since, you know, I I didn't give it a five, but... I would I would be at a 4 on this. I mean, it is a ton of fun, but there are certain horror movies that I probably enjoy more than this one.
1: Yeah. I'm the same way. I I I really like it. To me it's like as slow a burn as I really like. Like it it has the the proper amount of like build up. I know Dan, you're a big slow burn guy. Me, I get a little bored. Um, this has just enough to kind of keep you intrigued. So then when you get to that crescendo at Piccadilly, you know, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, I'd give it a four as well. I still think there's a few things that are, some of the dialogue's a little kind of clunky, especially when they're trying to explain the sort of lore. Um.
2: you guys gonna catch uh an american werewolf in paris anytime soon probably not no i don't think so
1: <laughs> i would watch I've got other yeah i think uh, i'll watch reminiscence before i watch american werewolf in paris
0: i've got other werewolf movies that i'd rather watch besides that one so
2: is this the best werewolf movie ever made
0: I guess I'd say yes. I mean, at least out of all the ones I can think of off the top of my head right now.
2: I'm one, yeah. yeah. I have a number two as well.
1: Is it Silver Bullet?
2: Yeah. I mean, duh. We'll cover it. Duh. <laughs> Don't worry.
0: One of us bought it after drinking on this podcast one night. <laughs>
1: Have you seen uh, Nicholson's Wolf?
2: I have, but it's been a long time.
1: It's okay. There's definitely a gap, I think, between Silver Bullet and Wolf. Like
2: Ginger Snaps, Sp-
1: Spader's good in it. I'm trying to think, I don't. It's been Howling. has been. That's got a shit ton of sequels, right? Howling. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then what was? early two thousands West Craven had one with uh, a few of those teen poppy people. Twilight? No, it was like right it was before Twilight. Um I think it had Dawson in it, uh or a dude from West West um West Wing. West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua something.
2: Oh, uh. Joshua Jackson?
1: Yeah. I'm trying to look up his.
2: I know there's one from the 90s called Foo. Foo. Foo Moon! Fool Moon. Foo
0: me once. Would you guys rather be a werewolf or a vampire? <laughs>
1: It was called "Cursed." That was the West Craven uh. one from tw- two thousand
2: five, and it was about werewolves.
1: Yeah, it had uh, Christina Ricci, Jesse Eisenberg, Portia de Rossi, Joshua Jackson, Shannon Elizabeth, huh? Nick I don't
2: Offerman.
1: <laughs> Weird. Lance Bass.
2: Oh, wow!
1: That's where he got his fascination with going to the space like this full moon is so awful it's turning people into werewolves I gotta go to we space. must we must
2: eradicate the moon
1: I think I would rather be a vampire
2: I don't know man I think being a werewolf just feels more like manly you know what I mean like yeah but and you, you only gotta do it once once a month
1: yeah and then you go fucking balls out every time you do I think if you're a a, wardrobe
0: I'd be one of those uh, hunger vampires that's just banging all the time yeah
1: that's what I'm thinking
0: you'll live forever just have sexual conquests Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) David Bowie didn't live forever
0: yeah but he was he wasn't the main vampire in that movie he was like the side character
1: it's obviously... It's his fault. It's what we learn in the movie. Like, she falls mm-hmm. out of love with him. Yeah. You know, he just started to become clingy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want those... I want... Gary Oldman style. I want those three crazy fucking siren vampires to hang out with every night. That, I'd want that feed on Keanu. Life force vampires. Oof. <laughs> Talk about a woman who, who uh, has no problem walking around naked for yeah. some money.
0: She'd go to the end of the road. <laughs> She'd go through town, dude.
1: Go check her mail.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Every day.
1: Yeah, I'd definitely be a vampire over a, a werewolf. I get what you're saying, though, like the visceral sort of, you know. Because that's kind of what it comes from, you know? Isn't it about that sort of... Dude, we fucking forgot Teen Wolf. I'm sitting here talking about how it's kind of about puberty and, you know, arousal. We missed the biggest one of them all.
2: I remember my stepmom's a werewolf as well. Used to play on Up All Night.
1: See, I don't like lady werewolves, I think that's a problem.
0: Can't be a werewolf. You can't talk about automobiles. Mm. So you're, a,
2: you're being sexist towards werewolves.
1: I am. I. You know what? I don't like a lady werewolf. I'll put my foot down.
2: You get on. You watch Ginger hey, Snaps. It's
1: one of the reasons I I think I wanted to be a vampire, because, lady vampires is cool. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. What happened? The anatomy just doesn't make sense. Where do the boobs go? Do the boobs got to shift down? I think the boobs
0: turn into four nipples on each side.
1: (laughs) Pecs. Yeah, but where do they, but I'm saying do they, is that part of like the shift? They got to go down to the stomach. They
0: would, they would multiply and shift down in in rows.
2: You guys, if I seen a lady werewolf with werewolf boobs coming at me, I think I'd be more scared than just a dude werewolf. And I think a werewolf could kill a vampire.
1: Well, it depends on what like mytholo- like what story, because some vampires is real strong, you know. Some is real quick.
2: Some, some is real strong. Some
0: could, some, ate, some age, you know, just into
1: dust, mm-hmm. so. They got so many powers.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes pigeons just shit on them so much, mm-hmm. they just turn into pigeon shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Do you think Brad Pitt in Interview with a Vampire could take this werewolf? No.
2: No. What? No.
0: There's no, no. way. No.
1: That movie sucks not e- ass. E- anyway. Not even <laughs> <laughs> It is boring. Not even Lestat, not even Tom Cruise. He can like fly around and shit. Nah. No.
0: Neither one of those two could take this werewolf.
2: Wow. If you're wearing a wig, bro, you ain't beating this werewolf.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't dress okay. up like Mozart every day and expect to <laughs> beat up a werewolf.
1: I'd love to see a fancy dandy just beating on a werewolf with an umbrella, though. Uh, all right. Uh, Gary Oldman's Dracula.
2: Too old. Too old?
1: Nah, fuck that. He'd, he'd take this werewolf.
2: I think if it was a DraftKings of vampires against the werewolves, I think I'm betting on the werewolves.
1: Right. I bring that up though because if you remember, fucking Oldman turns into that big bat monster. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, just yeah, de- so it,
0: does Billy Zane. It depends on what the <laughs> terms of the fight are. I guess Dude, you Billy, know if it's
1: d- you can't fucking drop the Billy Zane card. Billy Zane beats all these fools any day you of the week. This-
2: you think this werewolf is beating demons?
1: It depends on the yeah, demon. I think so. There's different. There's different <laughs> yeah. layers of demons.
2: Yeah, what demon are we? Yeah, talking we learned
1: that in in Demon Night. You know, there's the little pissant demons, and then there's the pros.
2: I think I just come to realize that I'm obsessed with werewolves and demons. Probably.
1: There's your autobiography.
0: Hmm. That's the title. <laughs> Werewolves and, demons. werewolves and demons. I, I'm obsessed with werewolves and demons. I guess.
1: <laughs> By Dan, little like I smug guess. Bill Mar, little
2: shrug. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and Monster Dog.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Is is Monster Dog a werewolf?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Monster Dogs are werewolves. Yeah,
1: he's the original Dad Dog. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I sort of don't like this one is that, you know, he doesn't father any children. Yeah. I mean, at least not that we know of.
2: He's the last of the bloodline. He's done.
1: I mean, he might have impregnated the nurse, in which case he's a dad dog.
0: That's what they should have done for the sequel. (laughs) This lady has a little werewolf baby running around. Mm
1: -hmm. It comes out like all hairy and shit. Like a hybrid mm. version?
0: Yeah. It's like a real hairy baby.
1: <laughs> Father must be Persian.
2: Gentlemen, the letterboxd user rating for an American werewolf in London is 3.8. It's pretty high.
0: Yeah. That's a good score.
1: Mm-hmm. I, and a good percentage of those, I think, are... Let I want those people to go back and watch it as you're older, you know, because I wouldn't have put this up as that great 20 years ago when I watched it. I was like, yeah, that's okay. But now, like, respecting what they got in camera, the humor of it, you know. Dan, you brought up the scene where they're in the theater. Like, that's a good thing about this one is, like, the, the terrible guilt that he would feel throughout this.
2: Yeah, they bring it back. You don't really see that in a lot of, you know, movies these days. Not in the horror realm. Mm -hmm. Well, I
0: think once you got into like the the meat of the slasher genre, that kind of went out, you know. You don't have a character that's struggling with anything. They're just murdering everything in sight.
1: Yeah, Well, and, I mean, now, like, in television, all of our protagonists are anti-heroes. They're assholes that we sort of root for. Like, we're afraid to just sort of analyze, like, or watch somebody going through something.
2: Yeah, I mean, look how, not to bring it back to fucking comics again, but, uh, what's his name? Deadpool. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I was thinking more like the, the Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Tony Soprano, like that, you know, sort of post 9-11, it was like that.
2: Whoa, whoa, hey, oh, whoa, way.
1: Hey. Spot on yeah. Soprano, dude.
0: Hey, hey. Oh, some gabagool.
1: I can only go... That's what I... The fun is just the, the breathing
2: he really well i think he really gets into that in like three and four but i think in five they kind of ease it off a little because yeah you can really hear it in like three like all the time like season three yeah i'm on season five
1: well it's a different sound guy the bad (laughs) the bad moon rising sound guy he quit (laughs) he finally (laughs) retired
2: Yeah, I guess I could see where you're going there. When was Jaws? 80... 77? 75? Is it
1: 77? Yeah, it was in the 70s. 75.
2: So was An American Werewolf in London maybe one of the last great monster movies, maybe?
1: Mm, I mean, Tremors? Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park?
2: I was going to say Park, but... I mean, you had the dinosaurs. Everybody, I guess it's a Jurassic. Is Jurassic Park a monster movie? I think so.
0: They're not Really, monsters. I, I if mean... you saw a T Rex, would you not think of it as a monster?
2: I mean, I know I, it's a dinosaur. I would. Though. Yeah, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm saying is, this is a werewolf. It's a made up. Thing, I got you. You know man. what I mean? It's some you, dino DNA.
1: If you're, if you, if you talking about like the universal camp of the classic monsters like the universal mm-hmm. so Wolfman.
2: i guess you could say the mummy okay yeah let's yeah, go through them so
1: we got bernan Fraser's mummy right mm-hmm. fucking stone cold classic
2: yeah you mm-hmm. guys both read rewatched that i haven't i haven't peeped that yet oh. shit holds it's up good man, man. it's
1: good. it's fun oh, yeah werewolf dan says american werewolf um Vampire. The joke is Twilight. to say Twilight, but... Life, life Force. But those are space early. vampires, right? Yeah. Still, still vamps, dude.
2: Near Dark. Lost Boys?
1: I, I like me a Lost Boys.
2: I really enjoy Near Dark. Um,
1: I mean, I like Bram Stoker's, man.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty good one, yeah. too. So yeah, I go with Bram Stokers.
1: And then obviously, we talked in, uh, incessantly about Hollow Man being the pinnacle of the Invisible Man <laughs> <laughs> movies.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Have you guys seen uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man? Like the Chevy Chase one? No. Okay. No. It's fucking crazy.
0: I can tell you right now, it doesn't hold a candle to Hollow Man, though.
1: Oh, fuck no.
2: This uh, does remind me of some of the research I was doing for An American Werewolf in London. For that, Hollow Man? <laughs> no, that he did want Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi as the two main characters. Studios did. They wanted Dan Aykroyd as David and John Belushi as Jack.
0: Did they bring him in for meetings and Dan Aykroyd was like, can we be giant, disgusting babies instead? John
2: Landis was like, I'm not doing this. No, we're not doing
3: that.
1: Well, they couldn't wake John Belushi.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which I was like, that would be, I don't know if we'd be talking about it today if that was the case. I
1: mean, those guys are likable, but they're, we didn't really talk about our main characters much, like. One of the tra- the tragedy really is is like how relatable and sweet these guys are. Like just the- normal dudes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Just wanting to get laid and have a good time in Europe, man. What's the other one?
1: I mean, guess creature from the Black Lagoon, right? And then
2: and then, yeah, Frankenstein. I was to think of
0: uh, the creature is the what was that shape of water? Wow. That's that's like a creature of the Black Lagoon movie, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: There's just that's a lot smaller pool to pick from, yeah. you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I didn't I didn't like that movie, but
3: Deep Rising. Just, I
1: didn't even see it. I mean, Deep Rising, that's just that's just a character drama. You know? It's just If A24 had made that, it'd be everybody's favorite fucking movie. Um <laughs> Who's and then what's last? Uh Frankenstein? What was the last? Mm-hmm. De Niro's is fucking odd.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Does he pop up in a Van Helsing or something?
1: That's uh, an annoying, fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> the The voice performance on that one is is quite awful. I don't know. It's like fucking Kenneth because it's Kenneth Kenneth Branagh, right? He did the De Niro, Mary Shelley's.
2: Mm-hmm. i thought we had a... Can we... oh uh it's...
0: young young frankenstein oh, yeah. is the so best that, frankenstein perfect. movie that, 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 that. i
1: was gonna say didn't uh well it was like a stage show right that uh benedict cumberbatch and then uh johnny lee miller did for years and i think they switched off every night mm-hmm. and the interesting part is that they both play sherlock You guys don't look for irony like I do.
2: Right. I don't I mean, know where I, the irony is. I iron my shirts sometimes. The One of them
1: plays Sherlock on the BBC, and then the other one plays Sherlock on, no, on CBS. Sherlock. Yeah. Okay. And then they're both playing. I got
2: what you, I got
1: what you were saying. It's not necessarily ironic, but it's... Uh... Is it like Sherlock
0: versus Frankenstein? Yeah. Damn, Ooh, that nice. would be tight. I got
2: to pee.
1: Okay. We'll just cut that out. We'll, we'll, we'll make this seamless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. So there's no good creature in the Black Lagoon movie. Hmm. But we've at least come up with something for the
1: rest. So. Do you. I mean, the, is, that, the, is that our way in, though? What? Like into the biz? Making a good creature from the Black Lagoon?
0: Yeah. We'll will overpromise and under-deliver.
1: <laughs> well, if you remember a few years ago like it was going to be a big deal, Universal spent all that money they got the Tom Cruise mummy.
0: Mhm.
1: And did you watch it? No. Okay, I haven't watched it either, but I know that it was supposed to be
0: the Dark Universe yeah. or whatever was like the
1: Russell Crowe is in it and I think the reveal is that he's Dr. Jekyll. Yeah think I had that spoiled for me and then Johnny Depp was going to play the invisible man because I remember mm-hmm. that like dark, that universe uh, like promo photo that they had mm-hmm. and Javier Bardem was supposed to play somebody wonder if he would have been Wolfman or Frankenstein because the del Toro Wolfman like that casting that just seems so perfect mm-hmm seems like a bummer that that movie just came and went the the dark universe one or the the wolfman from 2010 or whatever with del toro yeah i've never seen that so well in 20 years maybe some kids will pick it up and it'll be their silver bullet maybe yeah but pretty sure that movie doesn't have fucking motorized wheelchairs
0: or uh oh shit, what's his name? Busey.
1: Yeah. No doubt. Can you imagine a Catherine Bigelow directed creature from the Black Lagoon with Gary Busey?
0: I don't think she'd do it. <laughs> Sign me up. Not after Just near. All- dar-
1: not after near dark. She already did that.
0: Yeah. She's doing a lot more uh, serious stuff now, I think.
1: Yeah. I was just trying to mix, like, oh, she did surfing and she did vampires. Let's mix the two. Mm-hmm. That's Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Dan, we were dropping some serious uh, some serious knowledge here and discussing the, um, the cursed universal dark universe from a few years ago.
3: Yeah,
2: they can't seem to uh, get that back on track.
3: They
0: should didn't? just go back and start with Verhoeven's Hollow Man and build out from there. Mm-hmm. Just co-opt that into the dark universe.
2: Did uh, any of you guys watch Tom Cruise's Mummy movie?
1: No. no. Did
0: we, you? We were both saying we didn't.
2: No, okay. me neither.
1: Some movie podcasters we are, huh?
2: Well, I was going to say, thank God Karan put it on his uh, list of five-star bangers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of, we'll, we'll watch it for this.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying
0: Completely to Completely misunderstood.
1: I I joked a Catherine Bigelow creature from the Black Lagoon, but it's got a Verhoeven would be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The way he would reimagine the the creature coming out and thrashing a woman in a white bikini. Yeah. Oh, fuck.
0: The gratuitous underwater sex scene he would shoot.
1: There's not enough blackness.
2: It'd definitely be a rated R.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then his Frankenstein
2: would be fucking amazing. I should just hire him to do them all. Yeah. Yeah. Him or uh, Paul Schroeder? Didn't
1: Del Toro want them a few years ago? Did not he make a bid like... Universal, let me have them. Let me make them on the cheap. And try to to redo them.
2: He was the wolf man.
1: (laughs) He did the wolf man?
2: Yeah, he's the main... He is the wolf man.
1: No, uh, the director...
2: Oh, Uh, that.
1: Hey, Hollywood, one del Toro at a time.
2: (laughs) Confusing five day Reynolds podcast. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Universal probably would have called him and he's like, I don't know about (laughs) that.
0: Joe Johnston was the director of the Wolfman.
1: Yeah, he also he did Van Helsing, right? Uh, no. No? Okay.
0: He did a Captain America.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: And he did Jurassic Park 3.
1: (laughs) Who did Van Helsing, then? Let's look this up.
0: (laughs) Steven Summers. That's it
1: who did uh who also did deep rising yep, and the mummy that's it that's where it comes back around
2: 360 yeah he he. five day reynolds
1: he went a little too far with the van helsing <laughs> i had your back One, on, on mummy and, and deep rising dude but uh
0: i I guess one creature at a time is the lesson <laughs> to learn
2: well, all right, gents. I mean, anything else to add for our uh first five star banger here?
0: No, it's a good movie. Go watch it.
1: I concur. It's funnier than you I, think it is. It's more horrific than you think it is.
2: It's gory. It's got blood. It's got a porno theater. What more do you want? Who?
1: What yeah. does, where does Piccadilly Circus come from, man? Like that. What a weird name.
2: I thought it was Square, but. I guess it is Circus. I might be thinking of something different.
1: Maybe it's no longer a circus. Maybe it is Piccadilly Square. I don't know.
2: Downtown London? Yeah. Right? Maybe?
1: Whatever. If somebody didn't tell me that that's where the porn theaters were, if you said go to Piccadilly Circus, (laughs) I would say, oh, that must be where the porn theaters are.
0: Yeah, if somebody didn't tell me, I would have found them anyway. <laughs> you can sniff out a porno theater, dude.
1: But Piccadilly, it's like subpoena. You know, those words that aren't dirty, but they sound dirty.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why all the porn, sh- porn shops open there. Mm
3: hmm.
2: Well, they also opened on Times Square. That doesn't sound dirty at all.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the 70s, though, so. Well, it used to be, be just called "tit tit square." Yeah, <laughs> but then they moved it, like the tits on a lady werewolf. Hmm. No, man, I, I'm good. Let's get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> All right, folks, that was our first five star banger for uh, an American Werewolf in London from 1981. Like I said, it is uh fully a hundred percent approved by the Five Day Reynolds podcast that you watch this uh, film. And uh well, we're not gonna give you what our next one is, because that's gonna be a surprise. So uh Crash and Burn.
1: Mm-hmm. Crash and burn. Like, follow, review, all that shit. Buddies forever.